Good morning, everyone. My name is Dennis Mulligan, and I'm the General Manager for the Golden Gate Bridge Highway and Transportation District. On behalf of the Bridge Board, our staff, and the entire team here, I want to welcome all of you to the Golden Gate Bridge. We are gathered here this morning to recognize and celebrate an historic investment in our nation's infrastructure, including what is arguably the world's most famous bridge behind me here. I want to thank Speaker Emerita Pelosi, the entire Bay Area congressional delegation, and we're very fortunate to have Congressman Huffman with us today. He's got the FART North Tower. Uh, Congressman Mark DeSaulnier from the House TNI Committee and our newest member of Congress, Congressman Mullen. Welcome all of you to the bridge. I also want to thank our senators, Senator Padilla and Senator Feinstein, for their support for our project. I also want to thank Secretary Pete Buttigieg, and I also want to thank our White House infrastructure czar, Mr. Mitch Landrieu. So, I want to thank all of them for their support and their wisdom in providing $400 million to invest in the Golden Gate Bridge to protect it for future generations. The Golden Gate Bridge is more than just an international icon and a symbol of our community. It's a vital transportation link used by tens of millions of people every year, both residents of the Bay Area as well as visitors from afar. What many may not know, though, is that the bridge also plays an important role in our response to disasters. For example, should the next Loma Prieta earthquake hit, the bridge would serve as a vital corridor for first responders and critical supplies traveling between San Francisco and the North Bay. While the bridge is safe today, the final phase of our seismic retrofit will ensure that the bridge remains open in our, the aftermath of a major, uh, major disaster to help with the rebuilding that will be required. It will be vital to moving people and goods around in the days and weeks after a disaster. Um, prior to becoming the general manager, I was the chief engineer for the bridge, and as an engineer by training, I am proud that this project marries modern, innovative design with the cherished and the historic architecture of one of our nation's great landmarks in engineering marvels. The Golden Gate Bridge was completed in 1937 in the midst of the Great Depression with American steel and union labor. We are proud to continue that tradition of creating good union jobs while serving the transportation needs of the Bay Area and protecting our nation's critical infrastructure. At 85 years young, the bridge remains an important symbol of our community, and we are thrilled and grateful for this historic investment that will ensure that the Golden Gate Bridge stands stronger than ever. It is now my honor to introduce our next speaker, the mayor of the great city of San Francisco and former Golden Gate Bridge board member, Mayor London Breed. Thank you, Dennis. And how blessed are we to be here today to be really the stewards of such an iconic uh, bridge that is celebrated all over the world. You know, when you think about places that people visit, they visit San Francisco and the first thing at the top of the list is how do I get to Golden Gate Bridge? How do I see this majestic, beautiful bridge that is all over postcards and magazine covers everywhere across the world? But we know that this bridge is more than just a beauty. It is a bridge that carries over 40 million cars a year. A bridge that carries 
over 2.3 pedestrians and bicyclists and 2.2 transit riders and over 800,000 freight trucks that deliver goods and services all over the Bay Area. We know the infrastructure of this bridge matters and that's why being here today is so significant. This is not just a bridge that just looks beautiful. It's a bridge that takes a lot of work and takes a lot of hands to ensure that it is not only the asset that it needs to be for us now, but the asset and beauty that it needs to be for future generations to come. So investing in this infrastructure is significant. We know that the dollars in the federal government are hard to get. And so the fact that we are here today with the Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, and the fact that we're here today with former mayor of New Orleans, Landrew, who I got to tell you, these mayors and the work that they do, they understand that this is hard work and it's important for us to deliver for the constituents that we represent. And I would always say, once a mayor, always a mayor. And so we're lucky to have them in office. And our fierce leader, Nancy Pelosi, who I will always call Speaker, not Speaker Emerita, Speaker. Because the thing about Speaker Pelosi is she not only focuses on making sure that San Francisco and the Bay Area has the support that we need, for whether it's the Infrastructure Act or the American Rescue Plan. She delivers from the large projects like $400 million for the Golden Gate Bridge to the small community projects that matter to the people of San Francisco. And we are so honored and blessed that she is Speaker of the House doing all this incredible work for us. We love you so much and we appreciate you. And we're so glad to have you here today. Um, I wanna take this opportunity to really thank the people who work here every day. The people who are continuing to do the work to maintain this beautiful asset, the security personnel and the folks that try and keep people safe on the bridge as so many visitors and folks visit, all the people who work for the Golden Gate Bridge who are also saving lives every day as well. It takes a village but it also takes a whole lot of money. And so the fact that we're here to celebrate this $400 million that is gonna be invested in this bridge and its infrastructure is truly remarkable. And I just wanna say lastly, that when we think about the fact that the iron workers since the early 1930s have worked to not only build this bridge and continue to maintain it, we are so blessed to continue to have their hands involved in keeping it so amazing. And I know that many of the iron workers take so much pleasure and pride in really protecting and taking care of this asset. And so here to speak on behalf of union workers in the Bay Area is the head of the Labor Council, Rudy Gonzalez. Oh, I'm sorry, the head of <laughs> the building trades. Rudy Gonzalez. <laughs> Formerly known as. Thank you. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Uh, my name is Rudy Gonzalez, and I'm the Secretary Treasurer of the San Francisco Building and Construction Trades Council. It is my honor uh, to represent the skilled hands that built this bridge, that continue to maintain it, and continue to serve the public. 
I have to note that as Mayor Breed referenced the skilled workers who maintain the bridge, there is a whole complement of public employees who dedicate their time and frankly earn a lot less than they would on the outside as we call it, but they commit themselves to this iconic treasure for our community and for those who travel from around the world to see the beauty that is our city and the iconic asset that is the Golden Gate Bridge. So to the laborers, to the iron workers, to the operating engineers, to all of the unions who represent workers, all of the skilled hands who wake up every morning, and that includes the ferry service and that includes the bus drivers and includes all of the workers who come together to make this bridge run. My hat's off to you and I'd like to give you a round of applause. The mayor is right. None of this is done in a vacuum or a silo. It takes a lot of resources. It takes a lot of coming together. And I like to think as a labor leader that our power is in our unity. It's in our coming together. That's also true for our city. This is an important time of economic recovery for our city. And as we talk to our friends in the Hotel Council and in the Hotel Workers Union and we talk to our trade show partners, they are looking for this shot in the arm. This is the exact type of symbol of confidence from our federal government, from our leaders on a national level, and from our local business owners on the local level to see that there are investments being made from the very top of the organizations. And this will, will in fact help promote our economic recovery. So I'm excited. I'm honored to be here with such leaders as Speaker Emeriti Pelosi and all of our esteemed colleagues. This is an important project and the money that will be infused into this district will go to creating good jobs to our strong economic recovery and to ensure that like the bridge our city will stand the test of time so thank you very much for honoring the skilled hands that built the bridge and continue to build the bridge and now it's my distinct pleasure to introduce to you the senior advisor to the president on infrastructure former mayor mitch landrew Good game last night. Welcome. <laughs> I was going to say who that, but y'all don't say that here. But anyway, next year. Anyway, it's great, to, it's great to be with you. Rudy, thank you so much for that kind introduction. I would not be able to go back to my office at the White House if I didn't, at the outset, said thank you to the men and women uh, that actually do the work, union labor, that is actually rebuilding this country. You've heard the president say many times that the middle class built this country and union labor built middle class, and what we're doing is build an economy from the bottom up in the middle out. So, Rudy, thank you everything for that you do and all the men and women who put their hands on that bridge and actually help lift up our lives every, every day. It's critically important. The president of the United States, when he is penning out what he's going to say. And we said, well, Mr. President, you're going to such and such a place and they're doing such and such a thing. He says, tell me who the folks are on the ground that are working. Tell me the, tell me the men and the women that are in the crane. I want to see their names. I want to know where they work. I want to know what they do. I met the gentleman just a minute ago that actually turns the lights on and off on this bridge and makes sure that they stay on. And I told him that the president sees you every day and asks you about you. And this is the kind of man that Joe Biden is. So I'm thrilled to be here on his behalf today. Uh, of course, our hearts go out to the people of California. The shooting uh, is another terrible example of the challenges that we have. And as the president has said when he was here with Governor Newsom last week, um, looking at the damage from the floods, this president and this government is going to be with you until the end, in the beginning, in the middle, and the end 
doing whatever it takes to make sure that the people of California have what it is they need to get back on their feet. You must know, Madam Mayor, because you alluded to it and, you, and you're here with Mayor Pete, that I'm from the city of New Orleans. And uh, when I was lieutenant governor and I was the mayor, we had gone through Katrina, Rita, Ike, Gustav, the National Recession, and the BP oil spill. And Madam Speaker, I, I know you know a lot about prayer, but this is right about the time to start praying about when the locusts are coming. <laughs> because you have had your unfair share of challenges in California from wildfires to floods uh, and, of course, always the threat uh, of earthquakes. But you have to know that the country is with you uh, and we will be with you for a very long period of time. And so I'm thrilled to be here today for a lot of different reasons. The president, uh, as you all know, said if you elect him president, he was going to use the power of the presidency to bring people together and lift everybody up, to unite people, not to divide people, to, build, to think about preparing us for the future, not go to the past that you can't really be a strong nation. You can't have strong national security if you don't have strong economic security. And you can't have either one of those things if we don't have really good, strong infrastructure because that is the rock upon which the rest of it is built. And so for years and years and years and years, as the speaker will tell you, presidents and people talked about getting it done, but this president showed up and with the leadership of this person right here, actually put 1.2 trillion jelly beans in the jar to be allocated in an appropriate way, inappropriate for anybody who's an elected official is in my district and hurry the hell up. And so with a lot of work, that's a lot of it being led by the, by, the, uh, by the Secretary of Transportation and my good friend Pete, we have been moving $1.2 trillion out of the door in the last year for roads and bridges and airports and ports and waterways, high-speed internet so a little girl doesn't have to be sitting in the back of her mama's car doing her homework outside of a McDonald's where she can have access to the kind of knowledge she needs to lead us into the future and building a clean energy economy and preparing for the climate challenges that we have coming our way. That is what we are in the business of doing right now, rebuilding the country from the bottom up. And a part of that, of course, is all the roads, public transportation, and of course, the bridges that we all ride on. The Secretary of Transportation is gonna talk a little bit more in detail about this particular bridge, but suffice it to say, that bridges are the things that connect us physically. They connect us spiritually. They connect us in lots of different ways. And, and the symbolism of this particular bridge is critically important. When I was a little boy, I came into this city with my daddy and my mom and my eight brothers and sisters and my grandma. My daddy kept trying to make sure we didn't spend too much money in the restaurant downstairs because he thought a box of Cheerios and, and some milk would go a little bit longer way. Nancy, you know that about raising kids. And I remember crossing this bridge for the first time and being in awe with it. And, of course, Mayor, this incredible city, which is one of the great cities in the world, and understanding how important it was not just to the people of San Francisco, of course, but to the people of the world who think about the United States of America. They actually think about this particular bridge. And so we have a lot of work to do. The secretary has been charged by the president with getting this money out of the door, rebuilding the roads and bridges and the airports, which we have actually kind of laid down in a very aggressive way. I think up to 2,700 bridges are actually being repaired as we speak. But there are some bridges that are more iconic than others and that are critically important for the reasons that he will state um, at, when he comes up here. This announcement today is a $400 million announcement to make sure that essentially you move from having shock pads to brake pads on this bridge so that 
when that bad thing that you think might happen, should it ever happen, prepare for the worst and hope for the best, that you're in a position where people will be safe, transportation will continue, lives will not be lost, jobs will actually go up rather than down, and people can get to and from not only work but picking up their kids, getting to church on time, and otherwise making sure they get from where they are to where they're going in a much more secure way with new technology, new infrastructure, thinking about the resilience that's necessary to make America strong. Because when the infrastructure is strong, the economy is strong, our national security is strong, and America maintains her place leading the world as she should. I want to close with this. The Secretary and I travel all over the country. We have lots of places to go. There is rarely a time where we argue about who's going to go to a particular place because there's a lot of work to do. But I told him there was no chance that he was going to San Francisco without me. And, and besides the fact that I love this place, I want to tell you exactly why. There was a speaker once named Sam Rayburn who said, any jackass can kick down a barn, but it takes a great carpenter to build one. And you have the greatest carpenter in the world standing to my left. I have been knowing, I have been blessed to know this fantastic woman almost my entire lives. Our families go back a very, very long way. And as many of you know, Katrina almost destroyed the city of New Orleans. And we were in our darkest hour. In our darkest hour, this person went all the way down to New Orleans, not once, not twice, not three times, but 10 years later came back again to be with us and never left my side and never left the side of the people of New Orleans. Now, you already know how fantastic she is, but we would not be here today without her. I would not be standing here today without her guidance, her love, and her commitment. And although she stepped down as the Speaker of the House, I think I might get close to quoting you, but somebody asked you how you're feeling about it, and she said, well, I was the most powerful person in Washington, but I'm going to continue to be the most influential person that I possibly can be as we go forward. So, Madam Speaker... I just want to tell you how much I love you. I'm not introducing you. I'm introducing the secretary, and I won't get another chance to say this, but I came here particularly just to tell you on behalf of me, my family, the people of New Orleans, and, of course, the president of the United States, thank you. We love you very much, and th we just appreciate everything that you have done for us. And the only reason we're here with this money today is because she is the one that actually made this happen. So God bless you all. And with that, let me introduce my partner and my friend, my fellow mayor, who has just been doing an unbelievable job on the half of the, of the president rebuilding America and here today to talk to you about this fantastic announcement. Please help me welcome Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Well, thanks very much, Mary Landrieu, uh, for your uh, friendship, your leadership, uh, shaping everything from getting clean water to those who uh, even now lack access to it, to affordable broadband internet, shaping our work in transportation. And Mitch is right. Usually we, we divvy up uh, the places to go because there are so many hundreds and hundreds of projects. But uh, uh, you couldn't keep both of us away from the chance to be here in one of the world's great cities celebrating an investment in one of the world's great bridges. And uh, we're, we're so thrilled to be part of this today. Uh, I want to thank Speaker Emerita Pelosi, without whom we wouldn't be here today, not just in terms of this project, but in terms of what this country is doing. It is a testament to the uh, extraordinary effectiveness uh, that you have demonstrated, both as a national leader and something I've admired 
uh, balancing that with your very specific commitments and advocacy to this very specific place uh, that has trusted you to represent it for, for so long. Uh, and uh, we, we just wouldn't be able to do any of this without that leadership. Uh, it was said, once a mayor, always a mayor, and I'm great, uh, grateful to be here with Mayor Breed, a terrific partner on so many transportation improvements that we have underway. Uh, and to the uh, House and Senate members who represent this area, so glad uh, that we have uh, uh, s such a, a strong delegation that understands the importance of infrastructure. We have Representatives Huffman, uh, Representative Desaulnier, and uh, Representative Mullen. Congratulations on your election with us. Several others who would, uh, uh, were not able to be here. And of course, Senators Padilla and Feinstein. We are able to announce this good work here and across the country as a direct result of their support for the president's vision for a bipartisan infrastructure law. And now we have moved from just talking about what's going to happen to actually making it happen around the country. Dennis Mulligan and your team, thank you for your stewardship of this vital, vital piece of America. Uh, and thank you, Rudy Gonzalez. And through you, we recognize all of the workers who are going to take their skills, I think 750 feet in the air, to get this project done. Uh, your presence reminds us we're not just building infrastructure, we're, we're building livelihoods. And it's one of the reasons we're so passionate about this project. From the very moment that it opened, this bridge has stood as one of the most essential and recognizable in our country. Its location, its proportions, its design make it not just the defining emblem of the Bay Area, but one of the great physical emblems of the United States itself. Even people who've never even been to California could quickly recognize its place as one of the cathedrals of American infrastructure. For this reason alone, it would deserve its attention whenever its enduring role was at stake. But of course, the significance of the Golden Gate Bridge is not just a matter of its vivid place in our American landscape. It's also very much a working piece of infrastructure and an essential one at that. This bridge plays an indispensable role in the safe movement of countless people and goods across this region. It carries over 100,000 vehicles a day, 37 million a year, including over half a million freight trucks, making it a key link for supply chains, including the waterborne freight at the Port of Oakland, which is expected to grow enormously in the coming years. And it's a vital pedestrian and bicycle link. Like all iconic infrastructure, like America itself, its symbolic power is interwoven with its very real concrete capacity to help deliver prosperity to those who count on it. Yet we also know without improvements, its structural elements would become more vulnerable each passing year. So I think it's fitting that in this very first round of our bridge investment program, which is one of the flagship programs of President Biden's historic five-year infrastructure package, we're looking after this vital asset. That's why we're so glad to be here. And that's why the Biden-Harris administration is so proud to award $400 million to retrofit the Golden Gate Bridge to make it safer and more resilient for the future. And I know we're here as California is going through a lot. The violence that we were all shocked to see over the weekend. And as California is recovering from the impact of these historic storms of a kind that we are sure to see more of in this era of climate change. And as a down payment on the president's commitment to help rebuild after the storms, we just announced that we are immediately making available $10.2 million in emergency transportation funds to repair damaged roads. And we're looking at more where that came from. I'm glad my colleague, Shailen Bott, our highway administrator, is going to be here on the ground looking at the damage and making sure that we can be there for you.
And while the seismic threat to this vital bridge is distinct from the climate threats that we're facing in, in so many places and forms, the response, of course, has this in common, a need to focus on resilience. Whether it's a road threatened by mudslides, a port threatened by sea level rise, or a major American bridge threatened by earthquakes, we are acting to ensure that it's more resilient in the face of all that will come our way in this century. And the story of this particular project also reflects on the resilience of the people who have believed in it for years. A little over three decades ago, this bridge stood strong through that devastating Loma Prieta earthquake. But the analysis afterward was clear. If a similar earthquake were to originate nearer to where we are standing, it could cause serious damage or even destroy the Golden Gate Bridge. And it is difficult to overstate the impact that would follow if this bridge were not available. Traffic for millions would increase not by minutes, but by hours in each direction. Supply chains would be rocked, pushing up goods uh, prices for families across the country. Countless businesses, jobs, activities, and even relationships would become unrealistic to sustain and be permanently lost. Soon after that earthquake, leaders in the Bay Area decided that the Golden Gate Bridge had to be strengthened to withstand the seismic threats of the future. And leaders have been working to fully deliver on that promise ever since. It took the sustained advocacy of so many people here, and again, the unparalleled effectiveness of Speaker Pelosi and the leadership of President Biden to pass the historic infrastructure law that gave us this funding to finally see this move forward. There is only one Golden Gate Bridge, and we are going to protect it. And while we're at it, creating years and years of new good union jobs for iron workers, sheet metal workers, electrical workers, laborers, operating engineers, so more represented here today. They're going to install 40 energy dissipation devices, strengthen the, the bracing and the floor beams, retrofit the towers, and more. And I want to again compliment everybody involved in successfully applying to this very competitive program. The large bridge section of this program got 40 applications seeking $11 billion in funding. Four of them could be funded this year, including this one. I just want to end by putting this in context. This is another great example of what President Biden's vision for building a better America looks like in practice as part of a strategy to rebuild our economy from the bottom up and the middle out. And the strategy is working. Unemployment is the lowest it has been in decades. Wages are up. Inflation is down compared to where it was just a few months ago. Seniors on Medicare are paying $35 a month or less for insulin starting this year. And as a child of the industrial Midwest, I am moved to see manufacturing roaring back in this country with 750,000 new manufacturing jobs created since this administration took office. We're building electric vehicles and clean steel and advanced microchips, and those goods will now move along stronger American supply chains on more resilient roads and bridges like the renewed Golden Gate. We are literally building the future of this country together, and we're just getting started. So I'm so glad that we can be here to mark this important milestone together. I'm looking forward to all that is ahead for the Bay Area and across the country. And now it is my great honor and distinct pleasure to turn it over to somebody who, again, uh, is responsible in so many ways for so many of the achievements I just listed. Members of my family have health care because of her leadership. My hometown has a future 
in no small part because of her leadership. She is one of the most consequential Americans of our young century. And it's a distinct pleasure to turn it over to Speaker Emerita Nancy Pelosi. Thank you very much, Mr. Secretary, for your kind <coughs> words and your $400 million. <laughs> what a, an honor it is to be here with my colleagues from the Congress. Uh, Jared Hoffman and I, our districts abut on the bridge, and that in a very safe way. <laughs> Jared Hoffman is a member of the Transportation Committee, very much a part of what went into making, uh, building this infrastructure, bipartisan infrastructure bill. That Mark Desaunier, also on the infrastructure bill uh, from the East Bay, uh, but a champion for all of our issues as well. And our brand new member, Kevin Mullen, here representing part of San Francisco and San Mateo County. And uh, congratulations to you, and also want to acknowledge Jackie Spear, who was actually there to vote for the infrastructure bill. I thank our colleagues for acknowledging Diane Feinstein and, and uh, Alex Padilla, our senators who were so much a part of this. It is um, quite remarkable to be standing here with all of these mayors. Uh, our mayor, of whom we are most are very, very proud, um, enables us to succeed nationally when we are going uh, for a grant or something because of the model that San Francisco always is about getting the job done, having a good proposal, having it be union made, having community support. So that, Mr. Secretary, when we vote the money, they know that in San Francisco, dirt will fly. <laughs> Thank you, Madam Mayor. Mayor Buttigieg, of course, is a former mayor. Uh, mayor Landrieu is former mayor, and he talked about, Mitch talked about when he first came over that bridge. And I first came over the bridge. My father just finished being mayor of Baltimore, and we came to California. We're going to the Democratic Convention in L.A., and we came and saw this magnificent, beautiful bridge. Now, I thought it was going to be golden, <laughs> but it was orange, perfect. Perfect. And again, in awe of the iron workers. Charlie Hernandez, I mean, the, I, I keep singing the praises of it. Can you imagine being an iron worker and going to the top of the tower? Can you imagine being another union member and going to the bottom of the, of the bay? This, the courage of it all. The courage of it all for the safety of all of us. And that's what President Biden has been about. So again, we have these mayors. I don't know what Rudy's plans are or Dennis's plans are, but this is a high percentage of mayors uh, up here right now. And as has been mentioned, they understand how to get the job done. We're very proud of the Secretary of Transportation uh, for the new vision that he brings to the infrastructure in our country. Mr. Secretary, when I came here that day with my parents, and since then, this Golden Gate Bridge, Golden Gate Bridge is the bridge, but the Golden Gate was always there. The Golden Gate was what was called where the, where the ocean met the bay. That's where people came to our country to invigorate it, newcomers, especially from Asia. Later, that's where our troops would come home from war. 
and the first thing they would see is this bridge called the Golden Gate because of the area it represents. So the bridge is the physical infrastructure. It is a manifestation of America coming home or coming to America. We're very proud of it as we are near the Presidio now and, and that, the beautiful outlook that we have of the bridge, but also part of, part of what President Biden has been about. Dennis comes from a union family. As Mitch said, unions built the middle class. I say it another way, the middle class has a union label on it. And uh, uh, Dennis, thank you for your leadership, being in charge here and the rest. And as far as Rudy Gonzalez is concerned, yes, Mayor, he was head of the Labor Council, now head of the Building Trades. We celebrated the 125th anniversary of the Building Trades in San Francisco within the past year, 125 years ago. So San Francisco has been a pioneer in so many ways, including respecting our workers. And that's what President Biden has been about. In all of these things, the bipartisan infrastructure bill, and by the way, Mr. Mayor, I'm glad, uh, Mr. Mayor, I'm going, <laughs> Mr. Secretary and Mr. Special Advisor to the President, it's right that the two of you are here, because this is one of the biggest allocations of resources in the infrastructure yes. bill so far. In the country, in the country, in the country. Our colleagues know that this was a fight but it's part of what the president has been about, what he campaigned on. So when I talk to him about bills, he'll say, you don't have to tell me about it. I wrote it. I campaigned on it. I'm committed to it, committed to jobs, good-paying union jobs, justice, having it done in a way that involves everyone in the community, safety. This is about safety today, if it were one word. It's jobs, of course, but it is about safety and the president is very much committed to that. And it's only part of the story. As Sec Mr. Secretary said, it's about other bills that have passed as well, starting with the rescue package that funneled so much money into the state of California, the city of San Francisco, our whole area, in order to, um, in, in order to address the, the COVID crisis, of course, shots in arms, money in pocket, children in school, people safely back to work. And then, the infrastructure bill, and then a bill for our veterans, the PACT Act, and many of our labor guys are, un are veterans, and we thank our veterans for the role that they play in all of this. And then the CHIPS Act, again, about building the economy of our country in a way that has justice, involves involving everybody in our community in the education, the training, the apprenticeships, and the rest. Davis-Bacon jobs, in, in fact. And then, and then the IRA, as the, the Secretary referenced, the IRA, the Infrastructure Reduction Act, and it has done exactly that. It has reduced inflation, but at the same time it has created jobs to save the planet with good paying union jobs, at the same time reducing the cost of prescription drugs, insulin as was mentioned, and the rest, and to do so in a way that is about safety, about justice, about good paying jobs. So this president has delivered, he, he kept his promises, promises made, promises kept, more to come. 
And I want to commend my colleagues in Congress because of obviously an idea that is legislation until it passes and goes to the president's desk doesn't really exist. So I want to thank Jared Hoffman. I want to thank Mark Desaulnier. And now we'll be thanking Kevin Mullen. I mentioned Jackie Spear again, but all of our California delegation. You know, we are, we have over 40 members of Congress from, well, we have 52, but <laughs> I was just talking about the Democrats. <laughs> this is called a bipartisan infrastructure bill. We did get 13 votes nationally on the bill, but okay, so it's bipartisan. We take great pride in that, and we hope that it's a, a sign of more to come. But in any event, this is a very special day. This bridge is an iconic piece of infrastructure. I talked to some of you just a few weeks ago when we were talking about the Golden Gate, the anniversary of the Golden Gate National Recreation Area. And that was in, um, when Thomas Jefferson was president, mayors, when Thomas Jefferson was president, he created something called the, the, the Gallatin Plan, was to build the infrastructure of America. Over 200 years ago, the, uh, no, no, all, the, all kinds of things, uh, canals, bridges, all the things that, again, matching the Louisiana Purchase, all the things to build America, the Erie Canal, the Cumberland Road, all of those things. 100 years later, 100 years later, Teddy Roosevelt, in honor of that, did his infrastructure plan the National Park Service. And uh, then now we have President Biden's plan. So it's whether we're talking about infrastructure for parks, infrastructure for transportation, infrastructure for safety, infrastructures for justice, infrastructure for, um, in this bill, there's a 40%, was it a 40%? What's the title called? Justice 40, justice 40, that it would be justice in how infrastructure is built. We're very proud to be part of the Justice 40 part of that legislation. So let us thank President Biden uh, for his great leadership. Let us thank and welcome again Mr. Secretary of Transportation, Mr. Special Advisor to the President. And let's send our friends in the labor movement in every capacity that has been mentioned. Thank you all so much. Again, more to come. <laughs>